Life Audio. Would you like your quiet time to be meaningful again? My friend Stephanie Rousset of Gospel Spice invites you to join her on a Bible-based virtual tour of Israel to experience Jesus like never before. You will fall in love with your Savior all over again as you meet him on the slopes of Jerusalem and the plateaus of Galilee. Join her to sense his presence and taste his beautiful peace through scripture. Go to gospelspice.com backslash footsteps for all the details. Hey, I am glad you are listening to the Compared to Who show today. Today is my intuitive eating coaching call. This is where I talk to my friends from the Intuitive Eating for Christian Women podcast, and they help steer me on my own intuitive eating journey. Today, we're talking about what happened when I fell for the new map and their free trial. And we're talking about food tracking. If you've ever been a tracker, you're going to want to listen to this one. Uh, So much good stuff here. I'm glad you're here for it. Hey, do you need extra support on your body image journey? If so, check out the Body Image Freedom Framework. This is an online course, 12 modules I designed just for you after working with hundreds of women who struggle with body image issues. I thought I could never design an online course because we're all so different. And then I realized, nope, we're all struggling in the exact same ways. There's some nuance, of course, but I have narrowed it down to 12 main areas in which we struggle, and the course really takes you on a path to finding new freedom. You can always add group coaching to it. You can add individual coaching to it, or you can even just add like a session or two with me as you go through the course if you need someone to process with and aren't ready to jump into group coaching at this time. I hope you'll go learn more about the Body Image Freedom Framework at improvebodyimage.com and you can find the course options on the main menu there. Okay, let's get right to today's show. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel His love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here, the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone. You've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Hey there, welcome to the Compared to You podcast. I'm Heather Creekmore and today you are sitting in on one of my intuitive eating coaching calls with my friends and coaches, Charlie Hayes and Aaron Todd from the Intuitive Eating for Christian Women podcast. And today, they're going to help me answer a question that I think some of y'all might have too. So you guys ready for this? We're ready. Can I track my food? Like, is it okay if I write down what I eat just kind of for responsibility, accountability? Is that okay in intuitive eating? responsibility, accountability. You know, just to be responsible. Hmm. You know, like just to know how much. Hmm. Who are you being accountable to? Hmm. To myself. Okay, and what's your goal? Hmm. (laughs) You've trapped me already, Char. My goal is to not gain weight, of course. Hello. That's my goal. Yeah. 
<laughs> so does that sound like it lines up with intuitive eating? Well, I'm kind of doing a special version of intuitive eating. <laughs> it's my own variation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, right? If your goal is like to control your weight, probably not helpful Mm -hmm. um, because that doesn't line up with the first principle of intuitive eating, reject the diet mentality. We're not trying to control our weights anymore. Um, We're letting our weight fall where it is comfortable to fall. Comfortable is not the best word in that sentence, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may not feel comfortable with it in the beginning, um, but where your body feels safe mm-hmm. to keep your weight. And that's really the reality of it is that's yeah. where your weight's going to fall is where your body feels safe Yeah, um, to keep yeah. that weight. And, and before you go on, let me just jump in like mm-hmm. very seriously. I know that that's true. I mean, you guys, I used to be thinner. (laughs) Sometimes I want a button to wear on my clothes or t-shirt that says Mm -hmm. I used to be thinner just so people would know, which is a whole nother issue. We could probably do a whole show on that. But, um, But I know I feel better in my body in every way. Like I, I just feel more stable than I ever felt. When I was restricting in an eating disorder, mm-hmm. follow just even casually following the rules here and there that I picked up on, you know, YouTube, <laughs> like, oh, don't mm-hmm. eat this, eat that. Like, I just feel so much more peaceful and stable. But I, I think though, in that stability, there is still this, you know, we talked about discipline the last time we had one of these, but I still this like, <sighs> wouldn't it be helpful? to track like so like even like a very real concern of mine which you've addressed before in one of these calls is like i i know there are many days when i am just not eating enough vegetables right and i'm not saying that from a mm-hmm. condemnation like diety kind of get your seven but just like i would probably feel better yeah. if i ate more vegetables right yeah. i would probably feel better if i planned more meals Right. Like, like lunch, if I'm just grabbing, like, okay, I'm going to grab cheese and (laughs) like a piece of lunch meat or like, it's not. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm munchy all day. And it's like, oh, of course Mm -hmm. I'm munchy all day because I didn't like stop and think through what I was going to eat. So it's like in some ways, the whole planning slash tracking thing, it's like, well, perhaps that could help me meet some nutritional goals. There totally can be a place for planning and tracking and in mm-hmm. intuitive eating. And there's p- intuitive eating people out there right now. They're like, <laughs> um, but there really is. And it, it goes back to the same thing with discipline is like, what's your heart behind it? And what's your goal? Mm-hmm. So if you know that there is no morality in your food and exercise choices, this isn't making you good or bad. This isn't pass or fail. You're not making judgments on it, but you're neutrally observing what's going on like a scientist or a researcher um, to notice, to help you better understand um, how do I feel when I eat certain things Um, to notice like, oh, 
if I eat a breakfast that has a good amount of protein and some carbohydrates and some fats, like I feel good. And that really lasts me a while. I like that. Mm-hmm. I notice if I eat just like a pretty carb heavy breakfast with not much protein or fat, like it's gone really quickly. So mm-hmm. I probably don't want to do that on a day that I like have a lot of work to do or something like that. So your your tracking what's going on and you're also you're you're paying attention to how much you're eating what you're eating but also like how hungry were you how full were you how did you feel what was your energy level like like you're just journaling about your experience with mm-hmm. food so that you can learn more about you and your reaction and your response mm-hmm. to food and you might be able to look back and be like hmm I didn't, you know, I'm not having a lot of vegetables. Like, what's that about? And listen, if the wanting to have more vegetables is because like you understand some gentle nutrition and you know that they're important and they would add something to your life and you enjoy them and you'd like to add them in. Oh, I wasn't really adding those in. Like, what was that about? Like, oh, well, it takes some time to like cut them up and I didn't want to do that. So like I can plan a little bit better for next week to include those things. But there's no shame. There's no condemnation. We're not forcing ourselves to eat things to lose weight or whatever that looks like. So it always comes back to what's your heart behind it and what are you using it for? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so... If I'm honest, well, you guys are going to kick me out of the club. <laughs> I I did the free trial of Noom. <laughs> okay. So here's what happened. Uh, a Christian influencer that I respect was promoting it. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, well, there's a Christian woman I respect, a fellow author, she has some good things to say. She seems really, you know, like someone I can admire for her. I don't know. I was going to say spirituality and that sounded super new age. So I <laughs> like, like, I just, I, I think she's a, a godly woman, Yeah. but she's promoting Noom. And I was like, okay, well, you know, and I first go into it, like to judge it, right? Like that's my, like, Ooh, I'm going to find out how bad it is. And then I get in there and I'm like, oh, well, this is kind of intriguing. There may be some interesting things here. And, you know, because Noom, Noom presents itself as like a psychology of weight loss kind of thing. And then there were a couple of things that just kept like triggering me. And, and they did ask me if I had had an eating disorder. <laughs> And I said no, because oh, okay, I thought okay. if I said yes, they might kick me out. I, I kind of, it should have been a good experiment to see if they would have kicked me out because I hope they would have kicked me out if I said yes, but I did say no. Um, and I tracked my food there for one day. And as I was doing it, I was kind of talking myself into it. Like, you know, well, this is fine. Like I can track, like it's not a big deal. And, and they give you a pretty wide calorie birth. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm not feeling pressure. I'm just going to tell them what I ate. I'm not going to worry about whether or not it fit their mold. Um, but it, it took, it, it, I would say it took less than 24 hours before I was like, ooh, how much do I have left? How, you know, how, like uh, out of the amount they told me I had, how many have I, oh, am I closer to the lower end or the top end of that? And I mean, though it was flooding back quickly. Mm-hmm. 
I'll tell you what else I noticed right after this quick break. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. And then there were some other things in the app that, you know, there was a suggestion that I stop eating snacks and drink water instead. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. Um, and that's and, disordered. Yeah. Like that's probably like that, that goes to the like, okay, if my body says I'm hungry, drink water. Like that's, I think that was a Weight Watchers trick back in the day. I don't know. There was some diet I did at some point that told me to do that. Um, so there, there was just, there was a lot, a lot there. They, they do a good job of trying to seem like they're not a diet, um, and trying to seem like they're just helping you, but it is, the goal is weight loss. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and, and so there's that kind of fundamental, like, I guess, (laughs) fundamental, like perspective, theology, if you will. Um, and then the other thing that I noticed, and this, this goes back to the heart issue, right? I noticed how quickly it kept giving me a shiny object, a goal. You know, like if you do this, then you could lose this amount of weight by this time. And it was like, whoa, wow. I wanted, oh, wow. What, you know, maybe. They, and, and then like, and then I go back to my, I don't know which side of the brain it is. I'm arguing back and forth between the two sides of my brain as I'm doing this one day. And it was, a, it was a week day. It was a, not a week day. It was a W-E-A-K day. <laughs> W-E-E-K day. <laughs> Not the weekend. No, it was it was a day of weakness where I was just like frustrated with my body, frustrated with life circumstances and, um, you know, and then just timing. I don't know. It's not how the enemy works, right? <laughs> timing comes in. It's like, oh, yeah, I see this ad. Um and well, uh, frankly, I saw the ad because I was looking for recipes. That's <laughs> really what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so it started out okay, and then it, it all down derailed. But, but I know that there's lots of people out there that want to try to figure out, like, can I kind of keep some of this stuff mm-hmm. like tracking because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel in control. Can I keep this and do intuitive eating too? And I answered it. I'm going to let you answer, but I answered it for myself in that. No, I can't because 
I couldn't even go in the next day without being like, Ooh, this is danger, danger. <laughs> so I, I know for myself, it didn't work, but there's someone out there saying, but I could do it. I could do it. I'm sure I could. Now I'll shut up. <laughs> Any thoughts, Aaron? So just to be clear, we're not saying tracking is good or bad at any point. Like it's a neutral thing. And like Mm -hmm. we've been saying with everything here, this is a heart issue. So how is tracking for you on a heart issue? And then Heather, like, you know, you had some questionable judgment things going into it on your heart motives going into it. But once you got in there, you did notice like, okay, even if I came into it with a good motive here and was being curious and exploratory, which are great characteristics, I did get triggered and I was tempted to go back to weight loss. So if you hit that point in the experience, I think you have to know, okay, like that's a no, like Mm -hmm. heart motive is improper. That's a no. Mm -hmm. Get into it in the experiment, hit a snag and get triggered where your heart motive goes sideways. That's a no. But there are situations where tracking can be used neutrally and well, and in service of a healthy relationship with food. The examples we've talked about today don't really highlight those because that is honestly um, not impossible, but rare because of how easy it is to get tempted with the fantasy of weight loss, mm-hmm. the false gospel of weight loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so to anybody that thinks, you know, tracking is going to make them feel good or feel in control or feel safe, like, just recognize that's what you're actually wanting. Mm. What is your need here is to feel in control or to feel safe, uh, to do something that makes you feel like, okay, this is okay. Um, and that's probably not tracking. Like you can work on those and getting that need met in a better way mm-hmm. that yeah. might actually serve you. Shar, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So we, in our last episode, we talked a little bit about trauma, big T, little T, trauma, anything that's too big, too fast, um, too much. And often eating disorder behaviors, things like that are a response to cope with trauma, right? Mm-hmm. So if you have been tracking everything that you've been eating for years to have control and um, cope, if you just let go of that, you are going to be like in a tailspin. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so um, it's Dr. Anita Johnston. She wrote the book um, eating by the light of the moon. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, she's not Christian. There's some new agey stuff in there, let me say. Um, but she does eating disorder recovery and she has this log metaphor where say you fell into a river and like the, the water is raging. It is totally too big, too fast, too much, right? The water mm-hmm. is raging and there's this big log floating by and you can get an arm around it and you're holding on to that and you're like, okay, I'm still in this river. Everything's raging around me, but like, I've got this log. I'm going to stay afloat. I am not going to drown. Mm-hmm. And you're cruising along and your family or whoever's with you realizes what has happened. And they walk up to the side of the river and they're telling you like, let go and swim. Let go and swim. We're here. We'll help you. We'll get you out. Let go and swim. You're terrified. 
to let go of that log and swim. You don't know what's going to happen. Everybody's saying, it's going to be okay. We're here. We're going to help you. It's okay. Okay. So to let go of that log and just like go for it for the bank could be way too much for somebody. So you might like take your arm off of it and see if you can float and then hold back onto it. And you might like take your arm off it and see if you can like swim alongside it a little bit. Right. You might kind of let go of it a little bit and do all these things until you like feel comfortable and like, okay, I can swim to shore. I'm going to let go of this thing and I'm going to go. So our eating disorder behaviors are like that. If you've been tracking for years, if this is a sense of control and help for you, and that's something that you want to move away from and you want to start learning intuitive eating, you want to do these kinds of things, um, you're going to need some sort of containment, right? Like something to put that energy in. And so can you keep your foot, one foot in diet culture and one foot of intuitive eating and kind of like straddle that for a little while? Yeah, I do that with people all the time Mm -hmm. in eating disorder recovery. Mm -hmm. Um, You can only go as fast as your slowest part, right? So you can, Mm -hmm. there's part of you that's got to hold on to that log and like, that's okay. Let's hold on to the log, girl. And like, Mm -hmm. let's start exploring what that log is doing for you. Let's start exploring how that is trying to help you, how that's helping you cope. Let's start exploring and asking what's the actual need. How can we work on getting that met by some other things? Mm -hmm. And then let's see if you feel safe to let go of that log. Yeah. That's good. What if the log is losing weight? Yeah. I work with some people that like, we're still holding space for that's one of their goals. They're not quite ready to let go of that yet. And um, the reality is we're going to move slow. Mm-hmm. If you're still holding on to that. Um, but listen, like I would much rather be learning some intuitive eating skills and implementing some of the principles and, learning about this new way of thinking and exploring um, the desire to lose weight loss and exploring Mm -hmm. our heart and praying about that and um, moving forward versus telling somebody you can't have that goal, Mm -hmm. but they don't know how to let go of that goal. So now they're like not learning intuitive eating or trying to work on this and they're just still stuck over here and like, well, I'm not allowed to work on intuitive eating because I want to lose weight. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to stay over here in this lose weight category. So yeah, it's going to make learning intuitive eating harder if that's your goal and slower. Um, But you'll come around. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm thinking about, and we don't, we don't talk about like this as a distinction often, Mm -hmm. but Uh, Like, I do know that there are some listeners that are at an uncomfortable weight with a doctor railing on them, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, you know, and and I just, I feel for my friends that are in that category because I don't want you to feel like, well, I have to be excluded, you know, like Shar just said, I have to be excluded from the intuitive eating conversation because this is just where I'm at in life and this is what's being required of me. And, you know, 
I'm not, I'm not welcomed at that table. Yeah, no, you're totally welcome at the table. Now we're going to challenge your doctor. Mm-hmm. We're going to challenge some of those things and we want to talk about it and explore it with you. Um, but it's, t- I can so hold space for someone that's still wanting to lose weight. Yeah. Can you hold space for Noom? Your face. For those of us only listening, we might have to explain what that face was. Oh man. I mean, you know, it's somebody could be holding on to Noom the same way that they're holding on to any other eating disorder behavior. Mm -hmm. And the goal is going to be to break free from that. But if that's your log and you're holding on to it, like we can keep working until you feel safe to let go of that. Does Noom really align with fully embracing the principles of intuitive eating? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and and what does Noom actually want from me? Yeah. You know, I mean, this is something I've kind of only been challenging more in the last year or so, but just really, and try not to be cynical about this. Okay. So please don't hear this as overly cynical, but just like reality is like, only the Lord can have pure motives for me. Yeah. Right? Like nothing else out there has pure motives for me. They want to sell something to me. They want something from me. They want me yeah. to be a certain way or do a certain thing or help them in some way or just give them my money. Right? Yeah. And so like Noom is super tricky, I think, because like it really, like they let me start for free. Okay. Hooked. And then I can't try to cancel y'all. <laughs> And they gave me like three more months for free or free. So it feels like, oh, they don't want anything from me. They just want to help me. But it's like, no, they're a business. So at some point I'm like, I keep thinking like, oh, I need to make sure I cancel that because I wanted to investigate it fully. So I was like, okay, I'll take a couple more weeks and kind of figure out what else is going on here. But I'm, I'm trying to figure out where the catch is. You know, it is the catch just that they have my name and email address forever and ever. And they'll keep, keep, you know, coming back Mm -hmm. to me, hoping that I will sign up someday, maybe. But but there has to be a motive, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Um, it's money. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about another option. If you're used to using an app or a Mm -hmm. tracker or, right, you need some containment, Mm -hmm. Or like, okay, if I'm going to give up this diet plan, like, I have all this anxiety about like, what do I do now? What do I do with my hands? Right? Like, how do I spend my time? Um, So there's a piece with food app Mm -hmm. um, developed by Amy Carlson Mm -hmm. and others. Um, That is fabulous. That is kind. It's this journaling, basically, that I've been talking about. It's a it's a way to track a way to you can check in while you're eating and rate your hunger and fullness. And you can um, talk about how you were feeling what thoughts you were having around meals, you can set up notifications that it'll tell you like, hey, how are you hungry like that kind of stuff. So there is there there is a resource out there to kind of put some of your energy into learning this new way of eating and see how that can give you like a some containment 
right? Mm -hmm. A level of like, okay, I am like kind of following a thing and this is going to teach me. And um, so I would say check that out Mm -hmm. if you're looking for an app. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'll put the link to uh, the Peace With Food app in the show notes as well. I've, I've recommended that to several. Yeah, I was thinking like we don't have much time to go into this fully, but I was just thinking about the exercise side of that, right? Is the tracking, mm-hmm. you know, okay, did Apple close all my rings today? Or is Fitbit going to, and my old Fitbit gave me a flower. It was really pretty. And then it was like a little celebration on my wrist. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got the flower. Oh, party on my wrist. Um, but, but the, you you just said these words, Char, and I should have written it down to get it exactly, but something like, if you need to follow the thing. And the way you said that, like, set off a little alarm for me. I was like, oh, yeah. The problem is I like to follow the thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to follow the thing. Yeah. I just need to follow Jesus. Yeah. But this feels like kind of amorphous in this food and exercise realm. Following the thing, that that feels... I don't know, more secure. Yeah. Yeah. You can let that be a stepping stone, Mm -hmm. right? Your prayer can be like, Jesus, I want to just follow you. Mm -hmm. I do. I want that. That's my prayer. Will you create that in me? And like, I'm going to use this piece with food app for a little bit. Will you help me not need it? Yeah. Like he, he knows your heart. He knows there's grace for that. And there's a reason why you need that containment. Use the stepping stone. Yeah, that's good. And if you've been completely disconnected from your body for years and years, like you need some way to relearn these things, to get reconnected, to to observe your body's signals. How do you know if you're disconnected from your body? Um... I know that's a whole episode there, but I've just, I I just, I feel like that phrase might've landed on something like what? I don't know. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that if you have um, been off, if you've done diet cycling on and off of diets, or if you've like done restriction for a long time, or even if um, you don't do any of those things, right? Like maybe you feel you should, but you just eat, you don't even think about it. You just eat, 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 and you're Mm -hmm. not paying attention to your body, um, then I would say there's some disconnection there. I would say that if you believe that your hunger needs to be controlled or disciplined, you're probably disconnected in a sense. Mm. And you could do some some value. There's some value in, in checking in and getting reacquainted mm. in your yeah. good, good body that the Lord created just for you. Yeah. Woo. Some people are taking pause out there. Like, oh, yikes. That means me. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Aaron, your final thoughts for today. I just want to encourage everybody to have just this spirit of like curiosity. Mm, I love that word. And kindness. Like, mm. what can you teach me about my body, Lord? And what can you teach me about how to listen to it and how to follow you? Just being open, that like docile spirit and just teachable and like yeah. knowing that it doesn't affect your identity. Amen. It's just something you're working on with him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the word that's coming to me with what you just said, Aaron, is humility. 
Yes. Right? Like, what would it look like to just humbly, but like Micah 6 tells us to just you know, walk humbly with the Lord. Like, what would it look like to just walk humbly in this? Like, okay. Yikes. The number of times my pride has gotten me to sign up for something and paid a lot more than new <laughs> than the free trial of name, right? The number of things I've bought. It's like, oh, my pride wants to be right. My pride wants to get this right. Do it right. Show everyone I'm right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. And what would it look like to just be humble and be like, oh, this is just messy. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much freedom in that. Mm. Yeah. I wish that like my 25-year-old, 20-year-old self like could have seen the freedom and humility. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to be a mess. Yeah. Yeah. That's when like anxiety and depression and that stuff leaves. Mm, When you're not worried about being right anymore and looking like you've got it all together and being perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Showing everyone I'm perfect. He's better. Trying to convince everyone that I'm perfect. <laughs> oh my goodness, the number of emails I sent in the first, I don't know, year or so of doing this that would have an error in it. And I would spend the next four days <laughs> obsessing over that error. And now I'm afraid it's in errors all the time. And I get messages like, you should really proofread. It's like, yeah, I know. Darn it. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, we're all a work in progress. Well, ah, thank you ladies so much for your help and encouragement today. Everyone I know can hear your great show and learn more about all the things you do at intuitiveeatingforchristianwomen.com. Y'all have a course and great resources. And Shar, I know you work with clients one-on-one and Erin will just encourage you if you send her an email, she'll just, you know, tell you all kinds of great things. So <laughs> you might want to do that too. <laughs> but anyway, you can check out everything they have at intuitive eating for christianwomen.com. And thank you again, ladies, for being here today. Thanks for having sure. us. And thank you for watching or listening today. I hope something today has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Compared to show is part of the Life Audio Podcast Network. For more great Christian podcasts, go to lifeaudio.com. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.